Streaming live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is SoFloRadio.com. My friends, I want to tell y'all about a town where the streets are paved with gold. I'm talking about a town where the marks will take you to dinner after you fuck them. I'm talking about a place where they run out of money, they just print some more. And this town, cat bounced 900 checks, didn't even have to go to jail. You mean Las Vegas? No, not Las Vegas. No, honey, he's talking about Washington, D.C. I am running for Congress. What is this, a joke? What's the con, T? You remember Willie Sutton? My hero. All right, now, what did Willie Sutton say when they asked him how come he robbed banks? That's where the money is. Exactly. Washington, D.C. That's where the money is. Listen, I have been doing some research. I've been to the library. Listen <laughs> before you left. Congressmen, when they get elected, they get $130,000 a year. That's their base salary. But then they have these things called PACs. Okay, the political action committees, right? Then there's these lobbyists. Now, the lobbyists, their whole point in life is to buy you off. They just buy you off, and it's totally legal. It's the kind of a lifetime. And I'm telling y'all, I know we can do this shit. Who are we, white man? Us. We. Us, man. Listen, if I get elected, I got to have a staff, right? I'm going to get a staff allowance that says here that new Congress... You get a staff allowance of $537,000. Damn. Okay, now I get that kind of cash. I'm splitting up with my homies and my whole man. But how exactly are you going to get your butt to Congress? Yeah, see? I mean, why the hell would anybody vote for you? Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Group of Don. I'm Tony C, and of course, I'm joined live in the studio by a man who is totally enjoying this Africa Bombada. Yeah, it's Grips, Master Flash, the man who makes sure that our group is satiny smooth. Say hello to Georges. That's right. We were just talking before the show. We don't care what kind of person you are morally, Africa Bombada. We just we really love your appreciate music. your art. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. Rapist, kitty yeah. rapist. All right. Hey, you know, but it's got a good beat. You dance to it. So we have, I mean, because Michael Jackson had a lot of <laughs> material out there, and I like a lot of it. I don't want to have to make I, a moral judgment about. I know it. that's that's the way I feel about Public Enemy. It's like, sure, I understand Chuck D's kind of got this, uh, you know, anti-Semite thing, but the tunes are so groovy, baby. And, you know, and he's not making any money off it anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, Africa Bombada. You know, I actually saw Africa Bombada open for Black Uhuru. At uh, the Palladium in New York, it's a great place to see a show. This was before it was a, a nightclub, and which was before. And now it's a, a dorm for NYU. Hope everybody's having a great day out there. Just booked my flights for Thanksgiving, so I'm gonna head home and see the family for Turkey Day. So that ought to be cool. Yeah, and survived our hurricane. What a jip! 
What a jip. Most boring hurricane ever. I did not subscribe to the madness. I, I drove around like a normal person, resenting all these lines. I avoided every one of them. I pulled up to a gas station with no... There were lines on one side. I don't know. They just uh, they didn't see that there was nobody on the other side. I just <laughs> really pulled right up in front of everybody. They, uh, you know, to their <laughs> hateful stairs. Yeah, I know. You got tanked. I bought chicken. I bought, you know, they had Bogo guacamole at the Publix over here. That was my hurricane. I bought some chips and two for that one. Was it, guac- it was the Bogo guacamole. beef jerky. Beef yeah, jerky was bo- like a big demand, man. I'm always, you know, I brought it in. I love week. the Bogo beef jerky. Beef I actually went went to, for the Hagen dazs I, I stocked up on Hagen dazs So we're supposed to get ice, ice cream. That same thing. Ice. Right. It's cold. It's there. We got lots of stuff to get to today. Lots and lots of stuff to get to today, including what it takes to get Utah State legislators, legislators and the ACLU on the same side, what it takes to get Kansas State legislators to publicly say, oops, <laughs> oopsie, they, they, they went a little, we've talked about Kansas over the course of the last year yeah. and a half. We, have, we love Kansas. They have finally come around to going, yeah, we may have we may have screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, and I've got a... You know what the best thing about doing the show is? Is that I... I... I you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be... You know, I'm not going to say I told you... Hold on. Wait. I am going to say I told you someone. I got a whole fuckload up today regarding who finances terrorism, what Trump is turning out to be. Stuff I said a year ago. I went back to the archives. I went back into the Groovathon archives and yeah, I called it. Called it a year ago. Way ahead of everybody. Although, like, you couldn't see this one coming over the hill, like, you know, with burning flames yeah. and shit like right. that. Of course, all of that is going to be surrounded by two hours of the greatest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. Yeah, just past two o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters anymore. Yeah, it's Hollywood, Florida. So that means right. it's just past eight o'clock. And yeah, no, what's that, West Coast shit? They're, yeah, they're yeah. in the tank for Trump. That's right. Uh, uh, they're in the tank, baby. That means just past 8 o'clock in the Big Island of Hawaii, just past 7 o'clock in Lisbon, Portugal, and the rest of Western Europe. Yo, bro, you primed? I'm ready. All right, saddle up and stick around. Yeah, baby, it's the Groovatine on SoFloRadio.com.
grenade is gonna blow cause it took out the plan. The tacit detonator, the data, sand, program with protons, equipped with predicates, electrons, and elements just fit. When pronouns hit the ground and that's that, hit the floor like a meteor, so get back. Commas, implication, marks, and the the spark, follow the course to avoid getting sharp more votes than the lightning bolt, handle with care. The fall from fragile warfare won't tear. All the danger was trained for combat. Let off rounds and they won't respond back. Explosions are made to invade your parade. Pass the hand grenade. the other side of health and safety, which is health and safety, which is a small oppression of our physical movement, so we can't do anything without permission from the state, and political correctness, the oppression of our intellectual movement, so no one says anything anymore in case somebody else gets offended. <laughs> what happens if you say that and someone gets offended? <laughs> well, they can be offended. <laughs> What's wrong with being offended? When did sticks and stones made break my bones stop being relevant? Isn't that what you teach children, for God's sake? That's what you teach toddlers. He called me an idiot. Don't worry about him. He's a dick. <laughs> now you have adults going, I was offended. I was offended and I have rights. <laughs> well, so what? Be offended. Nothing happens. <laughs> You're an adult. Grow up. Deal with it. I was offended. I don't care. Nothing happens. 
when you're offended? There's nothing. I, I went to the comedy show, and, and the comedian said something about the Lord, and, and I was offended. And when I woke up in the morning, I had leprosy. <laughs> nothing happens. I want to live in democracy, but I never want to be offended again. <laughs> well, you're an idiot. <laughs> How do you make a law about offending people? How do you make it an offence to offend people? Being offended is subjective. That has everything to do with you as an individual, or a collective, or a group, or a society, or a community, your moral conditioning, your religious beliefs. What offends me may not offend you. And you want to make laws about this? I'm offended when I see boy bands, for God's sake. It's <laughs> a valid offence. I'm offended. They're corporate shills posing as musicians to further a modelling career. And frankly, I'm disgusted. <laughs> But what am I going to do? Call the cops? Hello, it's me again. <laughs> They're on the telly this time. <laughs> Five of them, that's it. Yeah, white suits, dancing like girls, that's them. Five minutes, I'll be out the front traumatised. Bye. <laughs>
been a long time. Now I'm coming back home. I've been away now. Oh how I've been alone. Wait till I come back to your side. We forget the tears we cried. But if your heart breaks, don't wait. Turn me away, and if your heart's strong, hold on. I won't delay. Wait till I come back to your side. We'll forget the tears we cried. I feel as though you ought to know that I've been good, as good as I can be. And if you do. I'll trust in you and know that you will wait for me. It's been a long time. Now I'm coming back home. I've been away now. Oh how I've been alone. Wait till I come back to your side. We'll forget the tears we cried. I feel as though you ought to know that I've been good, as good as I can be. And if you do, I'll trust in you and know that you will wait for me. But if your heart breaks, don't wait. Turn me away. And if your heart's strong, hold on. I won't delay. Wait. Till I come back to your side, we'll forget the tears we cried. It's been a long time. Now I'm coming back home. I've been away now. Oh how I've been
roll, baby. J.J. Marsh, Electric Woman. That is music from the planet Mars that came out uh, about 10 years ago. About 10 years ago. He's a uh, Swedish guitar player. A lot of people like to play with him. Before that, yeah, the Beatles. Wait, from Rubber Soul. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with Rubber Soul and Revolver. Big shout out going out to Howie and Little Debbie Snack Cakes, as well as Cheryl, for taking care of my poor boy Howie. Managed to uh, get himself into a bit of a motorcycle accent. Some British tourist <sighs> yeah. cutting oh. him off. In the keys. That's that's the way it is. You know, it's like you know we drive on the other side of the road. Yeah, but in any event, he's got he's got uh he's got uh you know fucking he's got people taking care of him. He's got like oh, chicks. Good, he's good. got he's got a whole series of chicks. Maids. And yeah, he's got that. He's got Florence Nightingales for days. And he, the most important thing is he's got the phone number for, for Chinese delivery. Right. That's yeah, it. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with, with delivery Chinese food before that funk and stein. Funkenstein to ban those guys out of Israel once again. Gamar Hatima Tova. Happy New Year. 5777 in the Izzy. That song, of course, was called Funky. Yeah, mm-hmm. Funky. Because they're Funkenstein to ban. Well, that Steve Hughes telling us a little bit about political correctness. You know, if somebody offends you, so what? Be offended. Okay. It's America. <laughs> Before that, Eric B. Rakim passed a hand grenade, don't sweat technique, kicking it off. Rock and roll. Just kick-ass stuff. Stevie Salas's color code, Tell Your Story, Walking Back from the Living. That came out in 1994. Steve Salas is one of those guys. Everybody likes to play with him. They, uh, he just gets he, – him and uh, uh, T.M. Stevens, who I've got a little bit later on in the show. I had some stuff with the two of them playing together, and then I found individual tracks by these guys. Stevie Salas's color code, fantastic music if you're in the mood for that kind of thing. So – yeah. What went so on? So buttons. What, Nothing. <laughs> what went on? Well, like I said, Hurricane Matthew, chip, got ripoff. You know, there was more wind and rain. What was it here? Day before yesterday? Yes. Yeah. 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 I had that, nothing. That I was I was fully stocked with and food. You're up there in Pompano too. You're Two thought, pounds of goddamn baloney. Call, like, call my people in Pompano and Boca and like, are you getting anything? Is it <laughs> Two pounds Sunny of baloney. I had two pounds of wow. baloney. I I thought the uh, the interesting thing was is that Governor Scott signs emergency uh, concealed carry bill. And basically, concealed carry or con- open carry? No, just concealed conceal- carry will now be legal for gun owners in the Sunshine State temporarily. Mm-hmm. Carry concealed handguns without a permit during periods when the sun isn't shining so bright. That's that's the uh, that's the, the the now law is a mm-hmm. measure. To allow law-abiding citizens without concealed carry licenses to bear arms during declared mandatory evacuations. So it's a reboot of the failed 2014 bill that was killed in the last minute by political maneuvering. Mm. And basically what he said is, you know what? People are going to be, you know, fighting each other over food after this disaster. So you want to carry <sighs> a gun. That's basically <clears throat> what that's that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's I that. know. I know. I know. Uh, here's one that caught my eye. I thought this was uh, pretty interesting. The American Civil Liberties Union, if I get this, there we go. Uh, this is from the Salt Lake Tribune. ACLU enters lawsuit over access to Utah prescription drug database. And basically, a federal judge on Thursday allowed the American Civil Liberties Union to intervene in a case where the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration is seeking access 
to the Utah database containing, wait for it, okay, 70 million prescription drug records without complying with the state law that requires a search warrant from the court. Basically, Utah state law says if you want to get into this database, you need a search warrant. The DEA said, no, we don't. Okay? Great. Uh, U.S. Magistrate Judge Dustin Peed ruled that the ACLU could participate in the case on behalf of itself. A Salt Lake County Firefighters Union, Equality Utah, and two unnamed individuals who use prescription drugs. Um, They have privacy issues, social justice issues. Basically, the U.S. Department of Justice Attorney Catherine Weyer, representing the DEA, argued that under federal law, the agency has the authority to obtain records using administrative subpoenas that do not require court approval. The case was brought in June. And it's coming, and it's now still coming up. Basically, the DEA said, go fuck yourself. We don't need a warrant. We have what is known as, what did they say it was again? Administrative subpoenas. Yeah. They have it a minute. Really so that basically, like, really like for that. the DEA, that circumvents. Yeah. I don't you like know, that. I believe that would be the Fourth Amendment to yes. the Constitution yes. on warranted search and yes. seizure. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the fourth. Is it the fourth? Yeah, it, the it fourth. is. It is the, the fourth. fourth. Nice. Yeah. Just making sure we got that right. So basically, this is what it takes to get the Utah State Legislature and the American Civil Liberties Union on the same side, okay? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you wouldn't really think those two groups would go hand in hand. However, mm-hmm. uh, there you go. When you want to start prying in, 70 million records. And basically, the reason they're doing this, it's in here somewhere. But there's like three cases they're trying to find where people over-ordered prescription drugs and they want to fi- fi- be able to get into those records to mm. find out where those drugs went because, you know, it's drug dealing. Right. It's drug dealing. You know, if you really want to know where the drugs are going, subpoena the pharmaceutical companies, you morons. Oh, it, they've already bought their people off. I think we're learning that today I on think, the show. I think something, we are. Something along those lines there. Something along yeah. those Yes, we are <laughs> learning that. Uh, let me see what else. Kansas. You got to love this. Kansas, you know... They're just getting it right in the brown back, right up the brown back. <laughs> Facing this ooh, is from the ooh. Lawrence Journal, um, which is Lawrence, Kansas. It's a great, it's the best newspaper uh, in Kansas. Facing angry voters, GOP Senate candidates vow to fix budget mess, repealing tax cuts. An option. <laughs> <laughs> those are the those would be the tax cuts for the rich. That's I mean, yes for everybody, but mostly them. No, that's, that's what they say. Yeah, that's exactly everybody. what it is. Responding to what she described as a wave of negative feedback from voters this election year, Republican Senate Senate President Susan Waggle of Wichita stood with 25 other GOP Senate candidates Wednesday and vowed to balance the state budget next session, even if it means dialing back some of the tax cuts that the GOP-dominated Senate approved four years ago. Basically, she's saying, you know what, four years ago, me and these other 25 people, we stood shoulder to shoulder and said, let's cut taxes. Now we're standing here and saying, uh, we may have fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I think this is, you know, uh, a while ago I was talking, you know, many months ago on one of my, you know, Kansas is so easy to pick on. It's, they, they, they can't Just, help themselves. They, they really they can't. They can't get out of their own way. They're the Donald Trump of, of states. Yeah. They really are. The, they, they, I appreciate Kansas because so the Florida doesn't look so bad. <laughs> That's why we love Mississippi I and do, Alabama. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, ah, I know. And um, what happened was they started. They needed to start taking money out of the budget. And so, what's the first thing they cut? Education. Damn right. That's exactly what they did. And the uproar 
was so enormous in the state. People finally said, you, let me see if I get this straight. You gave rich people money, and you're taking it away from my kids' education. And That's at right. that point, that was literally the break point for Kansans. For was it Jay? Is it Jayhawks? Kansas Jayhawks? Jayhawks. You know, I don't watch the men play games. I don't. You know, whatever they are. <clears throat> what you didn't watch? Uh, uh, Outlaw mm. Josie Wells, Missouri. Mm. We don't. We don't Missouri. think much. <laughs> we don't think much of you Hoosiers neither. Yeah, we don't think much. Of, I don't think much of Hoosiers neither. <laughs> I love <laughs> Granny. I love Granny. Granny's the best. Ah, oh, that movie. What's not to like about well, that movie? I, we have <laughs> lessons later on oh. in the show. I know. Life I know. lessons from the I gotta outlaw go judge right now, just so I can see Granny. I know. Don't Look, I just it was neither. on Sundance last night. They did the double feature with that pale rider. Yeah. I'm up until four o'clock oh, in the morning God. dozing in oh, and out of these God. movies. Oh, it was incredible. So those three things happened. The other thing that, of course, is going on is uh, leaked emails. In leaked email, Clinton claims Saudi and Qatari governments fund ISIS. Wow. Man, but not a, it's out of the bag. Of, not exactly Woo. man bites dog. You know what I'm saying? What the yeah. fuck? Of what do you beep 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 beep? <laughs> I said that is exactly it. Yeah, news flash. News flash. This is it. Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> you know, breaking news. Middle Eastern governments fund Middle Eastern terrorist organizations, uh, and how do they do it? Uh, what are they doing? I, I, it? Yeah, never oil money. Thought of it. Oil money. Okay, I've said it before. I will say it. I'll say it on as many shows as I have to. You don't like terrorism? Stop using oil. Sure. It's it's almost. But then that my simple. feet will dry and crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What were you talking about? I was. You know what? I was referring. <laughs> never mind. I'm not even going to go. But I mean, this is the stuff that's coming out in the emails, and they're what they're doing. I think this is the interesting thing because they're talking about. Um, these wiki WikiLeaks, you know. Yes, the, Julian Assange. Uh, Julian Assange is such a prick. At I started out liking him. I did too, and now not and so now, much. Yeah, not so because much. he seems to have this agenda to get stolen material. Yeah, it's okay. <clears throat> first things first, <clears throat> it's stolen. Now, is right. it newsworthy? Yes, it is. Sure. And are these? Do these emails show a side of Hillary Clinton that is not to be liked? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit in there that pisses me right the fuck off. Can I take a look at yeah, but but on the other hand, you know what? But on the other man, uh, hand, this guy is writing on walls with his poop. Yeah, <laughs> basically that's what he's doing. He's and sm- calling it art, and people, he's oh, smearing yeah, it all over the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly this guy. He does need to be in a rubber room. And what a baby! We'll talk about him yeah. later. But the thing about these emails is that what it's doing is it's divulging what we've known all along. Does she say certain things when she's giving a speech to Wall Street, and then other things on the campaign trail? Yeah, because she got paid two hundred and fifty grand. Believed a politician would do anything like that. I know. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah, shocked. I say to discover right. that there's lying going on in this establishment. Who is it, mm. Colonel? Your chips, your winnings, mm. your winnings, sir. That's the line everybody leaves out from <laughs> Casablanca. Yeah. Is after he says, "I'm shocked, shocked to say they're shocked to discover there's gambling yeah. going on in the establishment." The guy looks at him and goes, "Your, your winnings, winnings, sir." <laughs> he walks right over and hands it to him. Mm. That's the part that we need to pay attention to because while they're shocked, they're collecting the money. Okay, we all know that. If I just want to know what they hope to find in these emails, do I mean you think she'd like actually? Concocted the plot to kill gun. To, yeah. to what? The plot to kill what? Kennedy? No, <laughs> kill anybody. It doesn't even matter at this point. And now, you know the uh, I just sticking with the emails because I, the, the Trump stuff's going to happen later. Okay, we we can't right. not talk about Trump. It's literally, you know, 
Somebody said, man, I can't wait for this election to be over so we don't have to hear about him anymore. <laughs> what world are you living in where you think he's going away? I, I was doing – like, for, like I, I was hating him before it was fashionable, and, and, uh, and that goes that's – on, that's on record on the show. But I really hated that whole, you know, the Donald, the Donald, and I'm really glad that I'm not hearing that anymore. It's right. Trump. The media is calling him Trump, not the Donald. Yeah, which I'm very. Uh, well, I called for. him the Teflon but, Don but, years but, ago. Teflon Don. You 2. know, I, 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 I turned off my cable and I'm just watching what I like on Netflix or downloading or or, or whatever. Well, you've and my life, my life has changed considerably. Like I, I, I haven't seen a, a a television commercial in in I don't know how long. It's been over a year. I have no grateful. idea what kind of products there are out there. I don't give a rat's ass, frankly. <clears throat> but but so so I, I'm doing a really good job avoiding Donald Trump. Me and the, the Netflix. There's a a lot of Netflix originals to keep me busy there, you know? Hey, man. There's, there's, there's just coming great, out with a new one a week. I know. There's some great shows out there. I tell you, if you watch, <clears> you know, the interesting So, yeah, thing, I'll be glad. I'll be one of those people that will be glad when it's over because I, I won't. Yeah, but it won't be over. It's well, not going to end. It'll be over for me. It won't. He's taking his 20 and 30 million, you know, devoted yeah. deplorables, and he's going to drag them he's along, kicking yes, and screaming. Again, again if, if he doesn't go to prison for child rape. Right. That's exactly. Yes. That's, it's all uh, conditional. So, yeah. It's all conditional. It's all conditional on whether or not he goes to, you know. I understand that. But the, the leaked emails, I think it's interesting that she basically knows that this money um, – from you know to fund ISIS is coming from the very governments that we prop up yeah. and if and here's my thing and this is the point I wanted to make if you want to scream and yell and bitch and moan about that you should be thanking Hillary Clinton because she's basically siphoning money away from the Qataris into the go. Clinton Foundation that otherwise would have been used to fund terrorism that's my that's the way I look at it you got mm-hmm. that money you've got extra money you can either fund the Clinton Foundation so they can get vaccines for around mm-hmm. the world. Or you cannot fund the Clinton Foundation, and they can fund terrorism around the world. Those are your choices when it, when dealing with Saudi Arabia and Qatari and Kuwait and all of these governments out there. And the, the you know the the proxies, they mm-hmm. all proxy yeah. for this shit, and they're being <clears throat> and they're doing it with our money. It's our money they're doing it mm-hmm. with. You don't like terrorism? Stop using oil. That's it's right. that That's simple. Right. We have the technology. It exists. What we don't have yeah. is the collective will to say, let's get her done. Let's get her done. All the effort that we're putting into so many other worthless things, yeah. just divert a little bit of it. Just, just a, please. Just break a piece off $150 of billion you know, in effort. cost overruns for the F-35 jet project. Uh, $150 billion that we didn't that. foresee. Oops, here's an extra 150 bill. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing because, you know, Trump goes, why can't we nuke him? Why can't we nuke him? Uh, you know, once you get to the point where you can nuke people, isn't all the rest of the military kind of superfluous? <laughs> yeah, Do right. what we want or we'll fucking nuke you. Yeah. You know, uh, what? And, and, you know, I love it when he says stuff like that, like there are no, there's no wind on the planet. It'll just hover, like hover right there. Right. It won't affect anybody, but It'll them. just affect them, right. Right. Now that's there's lunacy. You know what? Enough lunacy. <sighs> Enough lunacy. Enough lunacy. More groovacy. More groovacy. Yeah, that's right. Groovous simplicitous at its finest. We keep the groove growing. Gentle giant for nobody on the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. <laughs>
takes after me There's always a change in the weather This time I know we could get it together If you would stay here tonight That would be crazy tonight Stay That's what I meant to say or do something But what I never say is stay this time I really meant to so bad this time For you can never really tell When somebody wants something you want to
just joining us. Our exit polls projected in Florida an unknown independent candidate whose sole asset appears to be his name may just possibly win a slim victory. I believe that thousands of people in psychiatric wards, psychopathic wards, hear me, in insane asylums have been driven there for the death by demon spirits whose duty it is to torment people. How many believe it? Thousands of people in psychiatric wards today are there for this very reason. They didn't know how to get free. And the foul chief
Yeah, the Fuzz Tones Ward 81. That one is special shout out to Deb O'Neill and of course Alon Portnoy. I um uh, if you ever go onto YouTube mm. and as I just showed you uh um, right, there you are. and look up the video, I'm in the video and I didn't realize, you know, when when they when people post the video, mm. okay? It, what it does is depending on, you know, which you know where they are and mm-hmm. how they post it or whatever. A just a snapshot from the video shows up, right. and in one of those videos, the snapshot is of of you. Wow! Are you in your underwear? What are you wearing? No, there? I'm in a nurse's uniform with a cigarette hanging out of I, my mouth. I see. It just seems perfectly appropriate. I go all of Florence course. Nightingale on that action yeah. there. So shout out to Deb O'Neill because she posted it. I didn't know that one of the videos, the the HQ. The high-quality version of the video has me as the picture. So there you go. I'm glad I kept everybody, uh, kept everybody. you know, I added a little a little levity to the entire thing because people were pretty stressed out. Maybe it was their, like, their first video, and it ended up being their big video. Maybe they were a little stressed out, and I'm like, guys, man, come on. Look at what we're doing. For Christ's sake, could you just lighten up a little bit, please? For that, yeah, distinguished gentleman could eke out a sole victory because just on his name recognition. Before that, nice mix there. I love that. The David Bowie, that is Stay. That's the live version special shout-out going out to my gal, Die. Yeah, Stay, baby. That is from Station to Station, the original. However, as I, I was telling you about this, mm. one of the nice things that's been happening is that they're reissuing and remastering a lot of albums that you know from from years ago and when they put them out they're adding a whole bunch of new shit they're giving you all the stuff that they didn't do before and so on the original station to station it's just the studio version of live of uh stay but this is a live version of it that is kick ass it's a great version of that song before that joe tex and the knights of soul yeah you're right ray charles you're right he had um those guys had it's a long story but there's a lot of great joe tex out there, some with the Knights of Soul, some without it, some without it. But you can't go wrong with a little Joe Tech for that. Yeah, name recognition. Lordy, what a notion! I'm <laughs> kicking it off. One of my favorites, Gentle Giant for Nobody. That is from their album, The Missing Piece. Uh, Two Weeks in Spain is on that. I played a bunch of stuff from that. I love Gentle Giant. Yes, Jews from Scotland, the Schumer Brothers. Okay. Jews from Scotland. We Y'all love got it. Everywhere, man. We, like, you know, hey. All right. The brotherhood gets out there. We, right. inf- you know, what was the, the term that uh, Peter Stuyvesant used when the Jews wanted to come to, uh, the Sephardics wanted to mm-hmm. come from Brazil? They were escaping. They were escaping something that you can't predict. The Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the, the Spanish Inquisition. Well, that's basically, they were, they were escaping the Spanish Inquisition in, uh, in Brazil in 1654, yeah. and Peter Stuyvesant wrote a letter to uh, his bosses, which was the Dutch West India mm-hmm. Trading Company, saying that the the uh, Jews should not be allowed to infest, <laughs> infest. Yeah. And you know, and the chairman of the board wrote back and said, "Go fuck yourself." All right. He basically he said, "You know what? We're not here for." You know, to, to make a religious community. That's what the people in Virginia and mm. the Quakers in Pennsylvania and whoever this, you know, whoever it was up right. in Massachusetts, we're here to earn a buck or oh, a gilder yeah. or, or whatever it was, a, yeah. a duck. Whatever, a guinea. Okay. And so in 1654, yeah, that's right. We came to New York. Uh, the first Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah service in North America, 1654, and the congregation, which still exists to this day, mm-hmm. Shiara Yisrael in New York City, so... 
Right on, baby. Shalom to my bros out there. 57-77, getting off to a nice start this year. Mm -hmm. Except for this. Here we go. Okay. You ready? Mm. First things first. I'm still convinced that he's a cross between P.T. Barnum and Chance the Gardener. However, I went back and looked at a bunch of things. First things first, as I was asking you earlier, could you imagine if instead of Hillary Clinton being the candidate, it was Joe Biden? Sure. He'd take 50 states. Yeah, he'd take yeah. all fifty states, yeah. win fifty states, hands down. Mm-hmm. How? That's the thing. I'd love to have seen how they the Republicans would have tried to have criticized him. They probably would have just you know tried to go on about how he he babbles too much. It's like, yeah, you know, he speaks his mind. You know, kind of like your guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right. kind of like your guy. You know, had a he son shoots that from the served. Hip, right? yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, unbelievable. The guy took the sure. train. Yeah, to go yeah. from home to uh we miss you, Joe. I miss Joe Biden. I love Joe Biden. He's great. He's great. You saw that video that he and Obama did, you know, the, yes. the exit video where he's, he's picking out the sunglasses. The sunglasses and and yeah, they're the same, the Joe. Yeah. We're going to – let me tell you, the other That's day – funny – I believe it was last Friday. Um, <laughs> two speeches were given, one by President Obama and one by First Lady Michelle Obama. And I don't think you can find a President First Lady who can give – Two speeches mm-hmm. like that, okay? Not even the Clintons with that, yeah. you know, because Hillary Clinton, basically, she's smart. She knows what she's talking about, but basically, she's a geek. This is the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a square, man. She's a, she's a cube. Dude. She's a geek, but she's like she, a fucking yeah. policy wonk. Uh, she's right. a geek. Uh, exactly. Whereas she's Michelle Obama nerd. Right. and Barack Obama spoke both factually and with emotion. Yes. They spoke with emotion. Those were two of the greatest speeches on the same day that I think you'll ever hear from a first from a president first lady. I don't think that can ever be equaled. Those two speeches on Friday, especially because Barack Obama basically, the, you know, the president basically said what I've been wanting him to say since mm-hmm. since the day after, you know, uh, his second term started, which is, hey, Republicans, stop fucking shit up. It's your fault. Right. Stop blaming me for stuff. It's you guys that don't want anything to happen. So I was looking over some of my notes from previous shows, yes. and the one that stood out to me was that he is the spawning of Marshall McLuhan's worst nightmare. Marshall McLuhan was a writer who wrote a book called The Medium is the Message, and he changed it actually from message to mess, mess age, okay, okay. which – for all you people out there that are playing along and playing along at home, uh, yeah, there was uh, a Public Enemy album called "Music and Our Mess Age," so we all know where he got that from. And then he changed it to "Music is the Massage," the massage. Okay, and basically his his uh, contention, uh, Marshall McLuhan's contention, was that the form of the medium embeds itself into the message, creating a symbiotic relationship by which the medium influences how the message is perceived. And in this case, I believe Donald Trump is the medium himself. Forget the tweets. He in and of himself is the medium, and his persona has embedded itself into whatever message he's bloviating about. Mm -hmm. His supporters don't necessarily like him. They like the idea of him. Okay? And that idea permeates... His, you know, permeates into his message, permeates his message, causing his supporters to like the idea of the message without really knowing if they like or even fully comprehend the message itself. The, 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 the delivery system seems more important than what is, in fact, being delivered. 
Uh, and I wrote down, I said, you know, if you talk tough long enough to those who desire toughness, eventually they're going to perceive your talk as that of a genuine tough guy. Okay. You need to say it over and over <clears throat> and over again so they believe. He's basically a cross between Marshall McLuhan and Machiavelli. Mm. That's what he is. He's a, you know, he understands that it is better mm. to be feared than loved. Okay. Okay. It's better to be feared than loved. But in order to create enough love that people will be on your side, you have to constantly, over and over and over, mm -hmm. say a message to a group of people who only care about that message. You don't care about anybody else. Right. I said it from the very beginning. I said it a year ago. When he first came down that fucking escalator at Trump oh, Tower. With the paid people. With the paid people. I said that he's not running for president. This is a guy who is, yeah. first of all, he's achieved his goal already. He has 100% name recognition. Yeah. He has 20 to 30 <laughs> minutes. what a notion. You <laughs> what a notion. Name recognition. Can you believe that? I know. It's incredible. And yet. And yet. Yeah. And yet. Uh, yeah. Okay, and he has taken advantage of the broadcast. I said this to you a while ago. He's taken advantage of the broadcast news, news maxim. If it bleeds, it leads. Okay, and much of what Trump says is aimed at the jugular vein of whom, whomever he has most re who recently frosted his cookie. He's a big whiny. First things mm -hmm. first, he's just a brat. He's yeah. a brat. Anybody who has anything bad say about him, they're, again, you know, it's a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. What it is is us listening to what you have to say and then making a decision that we don't really like you or what you have to say. That's not a conspiracy, okay? That's, you know, that – I don't know what that – that's basically – that is logic. Yeah. All that is is pure <clears throat> fucking logic. However, our newest analogy, as I said earlier, let me tell you, he is now – God bless Larry Flint. Yeah. Donald, Flo Donald Trump is now <laughs> Chester the Molester. Yes. He yes, is he is. Chester the Molester. Come to life. He is Chester yeah. the Molester. I had tons of analogies. I think the one, you know, I wrote down he's a cross between Tony Robbins and Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> okay. He's what happens if Tony Robbins gets, would be, he's what Tony Robbins would be like if mm. he was. Locked up in a room and had to spend a year watching nothing but Sam Peckinpah films for 20, <laughs> 24 hours a day. Okay? So that's, that's what he'd be like. But honestly, you and I both know who he's really like. He is the, he is the pitch man from the outlaw Josie Wales. He yeah, is that yeah. man. And the scene that perfectly, absolutely, in a most crystalline fashion I could think of, embodies it is the scene where they're in the town mm -hmm. and he's making and the pitchman is making his pitch. It's yeah. great stuff. We have this ready to go. Ready. Hit me with it, baby. Yes, friend. Yes. This is a positive remedy for weariness, frigidity of the bowels, and uh, uh, and uh, say you're an Indian, aren't you? <laughs> you speak any English? Well, sir, this is the very best thing. For those who can't handle their liquor. <laughs> What's in it? I, I, I don't know various things. I'm only the salesman. You're drinking. What's that? You're drinking. Well, 
What can you expect from a non-believer? <laughs> yeah, That's it. Yeah, what yeah. can you expect from a non-believer? Right. The guy, and, and Trump is exactly like that. He has no idea. You know, he, he makes these, these statements, and they sound great. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something. The thing that, that, to me, kind of frightens me the most is that in all of this ridiculousness that he is spouting out, particularly these days, about the conspiracy against him, and now he's into the global conspiracy. It's a global conspiracy now. Yeah. Okay. Right. The thing that really kind of pricked me a little bit as a pebble in my shoe, mm-hmm. okay, after hearing this, is that to one degree, to some degree, there kind of is a bit of a global conspiracy. It's not necessarily against him, but rich people can only, you know, if you want to talk to a rich, powerful person, mm-hmm. You want to talk to the head of GM. You want to talk to the head of Coca-Cola or a pharmaceutical company. Mm. You want to talk to Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. If you want to talk to one of those guys, you have to be one of those guys. Right. You have to be. I can't mm. do that. Call them up. Don't pay. Uh, I can't get. Warren, I got an idea. And this is one of those things that everybody's complaining about, the, the pay for play thing. Mm. They were paying money so they could get access. Yeah. That's called politics, you fucking idiot. And if you don't like it, vote Democrat. Right. If you don't like money, if you don't like pay for play, right. vote, vote Democrat. Vote left. Because vote here's the way to – because what's going to happen – because the only way we get money out of politics is if we have a, a Democrat in the White House yeah. and at least 60, 60. It used to be wow. 51. Yeah. But now it's 60 because we have gone filibuster crazy in this country. You know, filibuster used to be like considered. It was like the nuclear. It was literally yeah, considered nuclear going house. nuclear. Right. Okay. It was, and now filibuster is like par for the course. Right. Basically, it's no – the Senate isn't run the way it used to be. And here, and the thing is this. The, you know, once again, the Connecticut Compromise coming back to kick our fucking teeth down our throat. Yeah. Okay. Because you've got 20% of this country – Represented by fifty by fifty four senators, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, Trump's going to lose, and he's going to lose. I I had uh, there's a uh, pool going on online. I my my number is he'll get 189 electoral votes. That's what I that's the okay. number I came up with 189, and it's it's going to be tight. He if he breaks 200, I'm going to be ashamed of the nation I live in. But I think the number to really look at here is going to be the actual vote. The, the pure numbers vote. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at all of the elections, okay, Bush lost the numbers vote both times. Yeah, yeah. Both times. <laughs> lost the numbers vote. Right. I think this could be the biggest numbers vote mm-hmm. loss for pure amount of votes between the difference between Clinton and Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's going to be the biggest one in history. Now, of course, there's a few factors in that that are on my side. One, we simply have more people in the country than we used to, so that's going to be an easy one. But as a percentage, it will be the largest percentage probably since – I mean, what's the last time a Republican got his ass price? Uh, I'm guessing Goldwater in 64 was an ass whooping. Johnson, okay. Johnson just basically laid that man to waste. Goldwater got his ass kicked. As well, he should have, thank God. And now Goldwater, the Goldwater family, thinks that Trump's out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the guys, Goldwater and the, the rest of these, you know, John Birch Society, you know, hangers on. The, these guys, these were the far right. Mm-hmm. They're centrist now. 
That's what that's what that's what passes as centrist. Now, I wrote down this thing. There was an interesting article in Psychology Today: How to Spot a Sociopath. Sixteen key behavioral characteristics that define sociopath slash psychopaths and others with quote antisocial disorders. Now, this is um, a clinical profile from a book called The Mask of Sanity, which came out in 1941. It was written by Hervey Cleckley who is a uh, behavioral psychologist type thing. He had all these things. He says, uh, superficial charm and good intelligence. Absence of delusions and other signs of irrational thinking. Absence of nervousness and or neurotic manifestations. Unreliability. Untruthfulness and insincerity. Lack of remorse and shame. Inadequately motivated antisocial behavior, poor judgment, and failure to learn from by experience. Okay? Pathological egocentricity and incapacity for love. Okay? Okay. General poverty in major affective reactions. Affective, affective, not effective, affective. Specific loss of insight. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's there's Trump to a T. <clears throat> Unresponsiveness in general interpersonal relationships. Fantastic and uninviting behavior with alcohol and sometimes without. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? You don't even have to. Suicide threats that are rarely carried out. Sex life is impersonal. Failure to follow any life plan. Well, I'd say Donald Trump's got about half that. Well, you take the uh, the charm out of there and you got my ex-wife. <laughs> Okie dokie then. (laughs) I just, uh, you know, I don't know how much more we can take. I I really do, you know, I wonder what it's going to be like on November the 9th. I wonder how many, you know, because it's only rigged if Clinton wins. If Trump wins, then it's not rigged. Right. And I, you know... But he's not going to win. He's not going to win. He's going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. And it's and at that point, you're going to have 20, 30 million people in this country who are pissed. Fuck them. Okay, you know, quite frankly. You say that, but they're the violent fucking... I, I, I know. This is why I've been saying for years. We all need Arm guns. yourself, arm hippie. Yourself. Arm yourself, hippie. Who the fuck do you think they're coming for? Who do you think these crazy armed rednecks are coming for, hippie? Arm <laughs> yourself. Me. I am. I'm the hippie. Arm yourself. Okay. Get good with You're it. You're the gun guy. Get good with it. Right. You know what? Because... I'll tell you. Because, you take me out to the range and show me how because to... Because the only thing that stops a lunatic redneck with a gun is a, a hippie, hippie with, with a gun. gun. Okay. I come telling from, you. I'm telling I come from a neighborhood with a million rounds of ammunition and not one ounce of marksmanship among them. <laughs> so, you know, I, hey. I, I, every year in my old neighborhood, you'd hear about somebody getting shot. And it wasn't the person that, that somebody was trying to shoot. It's the person living next door when a bullet goes through the wall. Sure. Man, you know, whatever. two guys shooting at each other. I remember literally watching a shootout on Amsterdam on 106th. Two little Mexican guys get into a shootout. And this is like a major intersection in New York City in the middle of the night. And myself and two other guys were standing out in front of the night cafe. And we're watching this catty corner. The bullets come literally ricocheting behind us. Mm -hmm. Okay? Those guys, fine. Those guys were fine. Me? I got shot. I got shot. I didn't barely. I didn't even know I'd been shot. No? No. It skimmed the back of my leg. I didn't even notice until somebody said, hey, you're bleeding. Hmm. I was like, really? They're like, yeah. yeah. And then we went over and we found the bullet in the, you know, stuck into the woodwork. You know, 
I worry about these guys like these guys from Kansas. Sure. They're they're ready to go. And I saw I started seeing months ago friends of mm-hmm. mine, people I know. It's it's rigged, it's going to be rigged. You know it's going to be rigged. What are you, you prepping yourself for you're a fucking loser. Why don't you just try and win? You, you're all yeah. weird about it. you are you telling me there's no possible way he can win. It's yes. so rigged. Not, no, but he's going to start making excuses now. That's of course. It's a big. He, like, listen, he's he's he doesn't just talk at the fourth grade level. He behaves at the, at the fourth grade level. Whiny. Of course, he, he you know he, he loses the pencil fight on the playground. It's because the other guy had a you, you know had a, a I wrote about this. Pencil. I I wrote. I said the 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 you know we have become a nation now that has en masse a prison mentality. We have a prison mentality. We stick with our own group, okay? Changing your mind isn't isn't new knowledge. It's you know, you're mm-hmm. you know, you're a flip flopper and, and trust me, I you know, getting along with somebody else is just you know, that's that's the first step towards being called a fucking pussy. You know, fuck it, you don't grab pussy, you are a pussy if you try and get along with somebody else. You're just a fucking big old pussy. Alright? And I said that the interesting thing is that in prison, mm-hmm. once you hook up with your crew, you don't give a Fuck what the mm. other people have to say because we're what matters in this motherfucker. Okay, so if you ne- and so you never deal with the other people. You're on. You got your part of the yard. You stay in your part of the yard. You put your ink on your skin. Mm-hmm. Those guys over there are thinking yeah. the exact same thing. I, but the I, most I'm not playing that game. But yeah. the most important mm. thing is that at night, everybody gets to go to bed thinking that they are what matters most, and that mm-hmm. is what matters most because. Whether it's in the, the, the prison yard or mm-hmm. whether it's in on K Street in DC, okay, power most often operates not on reality but on the perception of reality. The power isn't real, it's the perception of that power mm-hmm. that, that gets people to keep going along and along. If you think Donald Trump is the answer to your questions, you're a moron. If you think he yeah. knows if you if you think he's going to solve the problems that exist in your life. You're a moron. You're just yeah. you're a sucker. You're a su- Trump is a sucker bet for conservatives, hardcore conservatives. Oh. Trump is a sucker bet. He is everything you don't want. He will right. bl- he will blow up the budget. You want to you want to fix the budget problem? Trump's absolutely not the guy because he doesn't understand. His entire life has been about hey, I ran out of money, just like it said at the beginning. Printed more. Went to the bank, got more. You pawn off your bankruptcies mm-hmm. onto the little guys. You just spread that out a little bit. Hey, just yeah. take a dollar from each of them. One dollar a person to pay for my billion dollar loss. Right. One dollar a person. It's no problem. It's no problem. We got that. Sure. We got that covered. Yeah. If you think he's going to be solving your problems, you're out of your mind. Completely mm-hmm. an utter lunacy. What else I wrote down? I wrote down he's a fugazi. Yeah. You know? Um he said that there, you know, this is one of these comments he made. He goes, there used to be consequences for protesting. He yeah, actually yeah. said that. I know. A quote. I remember That's that. A fucking yeah. quote. I remember. Okay. This is how you spawn authoritarianism. Sure, and this they love is, it. They love it. Yeah. Uh, he's the football team from the movie Bring It On. I mean, they can't win a game, but the cheerleading squad is the best in the nation. And the only reason they're the best is because they fucking stole it from an inner city cheerleading squad. Yeah. But the right. team right. hasn't won a game. Mm-hmm. The team itself. What really matters is a loser. Mm-hmm. But the people who cheer for the loser, they're fantastic. Right. Yeah. That's who he is.
I um I always thought that uh at some point these guys would have you know, people would wake up. But the hatred for Hillary Clinton yeah. is really I mean I it's know. just and the stuff I that I see online that pe- she's just a foul mouthed bitch. Hey you know yeah. okay. seriously, you know. Yeah, first thing first. I don't like her, but like, uh, there's no for no good reason, you know. Yeah, that I you know. I think that uh, the reason I don't like Sachs, her is, Sachs Fifth Avenue. Hey, let me you tell know, you something. The reason speeches. I don't like Hillary because she's Republican re- light. Yeah, is the reason I don't like all politicians. Yeah, she's George Bush and drag, you know, like that. Yeah, but I mean, she, she I don't think she's. She's quite no that. worse than any of the rest of them. Yeah. Whereas but Trump, Donald Trump writes on the walls with his poop. <laughs> <laughs> and calls him, he's a fucking ape. All right, you know, enough about that. I mean, how much more, literally, Lord have mercy, please let this election be over, and please let this guy slink back to whatever the fuck it is he does. Reality television and doing more shows and you're fired and all those If you're living in Pennsylvania, Katie McGinty, you got to vote for senators. The best thing we can yeah. open, I'm just thinking how funny it would be is after the election was over, Trump came out and said, well, got a Democrat elected, got 60 in the Senate. Got my job done and laughed at everybody. Now, he'd be assassinated mm, after that. Yeah. Okay. But I saw somebody who wrote, well, he used to be a Demo-rat, a demon rat. Mm, oh, a demon Not rat. Democrat. A demon rat. Yeah, he's a demon rat. Mm. He used to be a Democrat. Yeah, the only reason he went Republican is because he know you guys are suckers. <laughs> he said so. He you'll said his best. fall for anything. Quote. Yeah. You know, you'll fall for anything. Easily led, but much too scared to follow, baby. My Elvis Costello mm. line of the day. You want to keep going with Let's it, Scoopy? Go. You want to keep going? Yeah. Let's groove. Oh, I've got a great set here. I'm 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 proud of this set. I put this set together and after I listened to it, I was like, yeah. We kick it off with DM Stevens on the Groovathon on SoFlowRadio.com. <laughs>
Golazo.
Rolling Stones. That's probably the last really good shit they ever freaking did. Slave from Tattoo You. Before that, a little bit of the victory speech there. We'll get that right before that. The Tony Avalon and the Bel Airs Sexy Coffee Pot. That's a group out of Philly. They got a bunch of 45s they came out with. Before that, the Bamboos featuring Lyrics Born. Bamboos out of Australia. Lyrics Born out of, I believe, Africa. Good rapper right there. Turn it up and kicking it off. Boom, shakalaka, man. T.M. Stevens up. That is, uh, he's got a band called Shaka Zulu. That is from Africans in the Snow from 2007. Good rock and roll right there. Hey, you know what it's time for? Hey, hey. Time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Precision Auto Works. Yeah, Pompano Beach, Florida. 954-247-9362. Absolutely the place where people who love their cars Take their cars. Just did his monthly cruise, and should go to uh, go on to Facebook and like Precision Auto Works. You'll get the updates. He does a cruise in, I believe it's the second Friday of every month from six to nine at his place, it's just off Atlantic Avenue. Um, just off, you take ninety five to Atlantic, make the turn on to Andrews, make the turn on to Third Street, and you're there. So it's you know sixty seconds off the highway, and uh, they had some cars out there. They, they were smoking tires, baby. They were smoking. If you want to see people smoke tires for no reason other than for its own, you know, its own intrinsic enjoyment and its own intrinsic value, that's that was it. Okay, some great cars there, and you know, as always, you know, I've got this group of people that I swear by. Okay, he's my mechanic. Just got my hair cut from my Galmania over at uh, uh, where is it? She's at um, oh, I can't remember the name of the place now. It's a hoity-toity place in Aventura. Don't ask me. Yeah. I don't go to hoity-toity places. I didn't go to hoity-toity places either until she started going there. In any event, if you go to the SoFlowRadio.com site, you mm. click on the box that says Tony C's Groove Thon, you're going to see a list of every show I've ever done, every single one available to be listened yes. to and downloaded for free. And above every show, you're going to see the list of every song played on that show. And at the very top, mm-hmm. right at the very top there, is a description of the show. And it's a fantastic description of the show. I mean, I'm telling you, well written. Mm. Mwah. Yeah. Yeah. Mwah. Pulitzer. And, and yeah. with Pulitzer, absolutely. You know, what's his name just won the Nobel Prize? They stole it from you. That yeah, was stolen right. from you. Sure. Stolen. Dylan stole it from you. Flat out. That's, that's right. theft of the highest that's order. Right. You will see a link for Precision Auto Works here. Click on that. It tells you everything you need to do. Bumper to bumper. If it's got an internal combustion engine and wheels, then you want to bring it to Dave. He is the man. 954-247-9362. Go in there. Mention the Groovathon. There is a discount available. You're not going to need it. He is incredibly reasonably priced. Took my car over there recently. He did uh, hooked me up. And you needed new windshield wipers. That was that was the thing. Windshield yeah. wipers. Yeah, because the rain was a coming. Sure, yeah. So I got new windshield wipers put on. He checks my fluid. I love it when that guy checks my fluid. Yes, does he use a dipstick? Uh, <laughs> That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. We can we can turn anything into sexual. It's like oh, I'm going to get my tires rotated. I'll rotate your for you. Let me get my lug wrench. You know what that means? Oh, it's time for the drive groove, baby. I don't know how I haven't gotten around to playing this song. Uh, one of my favorites, another shredding, Steve Steve Stevens. It's a song from Memory Crash called Hellcats Take the Highway on the Drive Groove on SoFlowRadio.com. <laughs>
to do more money for you. But first, I've got to get your positions on a few issues. Now, where are you on sugar price supports? Where should I be, Terry? Shit, it makes no difference to me. If you're for him, I got money for you from my sugar producers in Louisiana and Hawaii. If you're against him, I got money for you from the candy manufacturers. Let's say four. Yeah, four. Four. How about putting limits on malpractice awards? Well, you tell me. Well, if you're for him. I got money from the doctors and insurance companies. If you're against them, I got money from the trial lawyers. Let's put you down as against. Yeah, you know what? Put me down for against. Terry, tell me something. With all this money coming in from both sides, how could anything possibly ever get done? It doesn't. That's the genius of the system.
Dixie Dregs doing the Almond Brothers classic, Jessica. That is the live version from the album California Screaming. There's a great version they do on there of uh, uh, Pizza's Own Regalia, the Frank Zappa tune from Hot Rats with Dweezil Zappa on guitar. I went and saw, you know, I was, I was thinking of this song because I went and saw uh, the Dixie Dregs uh, with uh, my uh, old business partner, a guy named Glenn Kessler. And Glenn is one of these straight-up rock and roll guys. If you get in Glenn's car, he, you're going to hear either Santana, the Allman Brothers, the Beatles, the Stones, or Led Zeppelin. I mean, that's right. you have a 70, 70% chance of hearing one of those five bands. He's, he's a purist, absolute rock and roll purist. So I got tickets to go see um, the Dixie Dregs, and this was up at, uh, in, in, I think, the Parker. No, it wasn't Parker. It was someplace up in West Palm. Right. And fantastic seats. Tenth row, right in the center. And if you go to one of these shows, it's basically every freaking guitar geek within a hundred mile radius has, you know, is in there. Right. And so, you know, there's a, there's a couple of guys behind us, and we were chatting with them, you know, in between mm-hmm. songs and in between bands and stuff. And they, the Dregs, did a cover of this song, the Zeppelin song "Cashmere." Okay. And in the middle of the song, Steve Morris rips off some un godly solo like you know the kind of thing just makes you go yep i'll never be that good it doesn't matter what happens i could start practicing from the day i come out of the womb until i'm 70 and i just won't get whatever it is he's got you know i don't have that and so he does this whole thing and the guy behind us after the song is over leans forward and goes man did you hear that And i was like yeah man he goes jimmy page could never play like that my glenn turns around like halfway around he goes he doesn't have to play like that. He wrote it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is like that stunned looking. He's like, Ugh. so there you go. Before that, Prince doing Prectum Electrum. I have played that song before. I played a live version of it. That is a version that is not on a CD mm-hmm. or anywhere. He it's out as like a video on YouTube, and so I scrounged it out from that mm-hmm. because it's a cool freaking song. Uh, before that, yeah, little more of the distinguished gentleman, the genius of the system. The the ultimate thing in that is when he asks, he goes, you know, with all this money coming in from both sides, how's anything get done? The guy goes, it doesn't. That's the genius of the system. Right. You just keep getting more and more money. Before that, yeah, we love him. Flatten Scruggs. Can't go wrong. Randy Lynn Rag I've got. That is from one of the, I don't know how many compilations I have. For Doc Watson and Flat Scruggs and stuff like that. But that's from one of them. Kicking off the set, another shredding Steve. Steve Stevens, Hellcats Take the Highway. That is from Memory Crash. I played some tunes from that before. Fantastic version of Day of the Eagle mm-hmm. uh, on that that he does. Steve Stevens, underrated uh, guitar player. He's got uh, some great stuff out there from Flamenco, Agogo. Um, you know, Steve Stevens, obviously, is a guitar player from Billy Idol. Right. Okay. Really, uh, he's done some fantastic stuff with Tony Levin. Um, I had another track that I had originally picked out, and then I remembered this. And I was like, hey, Drive Groove, Hellcat, Take the Highway. Come mm-hmm. on, baby. Well, there you go, man. There you go. We got Trump out of our system for a little bit. Woo! Got some good groove. Mentioned some cool things. And I'm going to come back in two weeks. I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again. Just a little bit better. Got a really cool track to take out of here on. Uh, an old friend of mine, uh, Adam Rogers, who is now... Uh, recognized as a world-class guitarist. He actually, Adam just finished doing uh, an album. When I say just finished, I mean probably in the last couple of, like two years or something. Mm. Uh, did an album as the guitar player for uh, one of the best bass players on the planet, a guy named John Patitucci. Okay. And uh, the album is called 
Brooklyn or back to Brooklyn and Adam does the guitar work on that. He's also done stuff with Groove Collective and, and everybody else. But he uh, plays uh, from time to time a place called Bar 55 in New York. All right. And uh, if you are, if you ever have a chance to catch Adam Rogers in a small jazz club, mm-hmm. whatever it takes, whatever, you know, pawn stuff to get the tickets, whatever it takes, you want to see him. And when I was growing up with Adam, uh, we spent a lot of time listening to Parliament Funkadelic and Jimi Hendrix. That's what we, when we were 13 or 14, like I was, I think I was 14 at the time. He was 13, I was 14. We were listening to a lot of Band of Gypsies. Band of Gypsies was the album. Yeah. Band of Gypsies. Okay, we love that album. You know, that was literally the first bass line I ever learned was uh, from uh, what I know. And my neighbor, uh, Paul Rothschild, June, uh, Paul Rothschild the third mm-hmm. was my neighbor, and I first got an Fender Music Master bass. I, I brought the bass home, brought it back from from Sam Ash in yeah. New York, brought the bass home, and I'm practicing the line. All of a sudden, I hear the song being played loud, loud. It's my I, I'm like, what the hell? Well, Paul's bedroom was on the other side of the wall from mine. Okay, the, in the building, I walk out of my apartment, knock on the door. He's like, hey, heard you playing it. And he had these huge Allison 3 speakers. They're triangular. They're about four feet tall. Okay. They had him in his bedroom. And he's like, here you go. Have a copy of the album. And he had an original pressing. Okay. Original um, pressing of Band of Gypsy. And he gave it to me. Nice. Which I thought was, yeah. Very nice. I know. Come on. That's cool shit, man. Yeah. So Adam really Gets his uh, Band of Gypsies swirl on in this particular show. I have the entire live show from Band 55. You want to look it up on YouTube. There is, I, I actually posted some groovy riffs that I had found. One with uh, Steve uh, Stevie Salas and, and J.M. Stevens. I played both of them. And then another one by Adam Rogers. Just groovy stuff. Just groovy riffs they were doing. Mm-hmm. There's, the one that I had is just called Untitled in C. It was, you know, yeah. It's in the corner of C. Untitled, just groovy riff. This is him doing a live version, instrumental, of Jimi Hendrix's uh, Power of Love from Band of Gypsy. So we're going to get you out of here on that. You have fun, baby? I had a great time. We're going to get it all done and yeah. have that have that stuff up and ready to go later yes, on? Yes, we will. I know you will. Hey, as always, for myself and Gramps Master Flash, the man, the myth, the legend, Los Georges, as always, it is Aloha. Peace. Good night, Mom.
You're listening to SoFloRadio.com.